Welcome to Good Service. We are your hosts, Ben Chung. And Kevin Zha. Each week, we'll be breaking bread and having real, raw, and vulnerable talks about life, faith, and everything in between, and always over a fire meal. Thanks for joining our table today. Let's eat. Folks, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Good Service. We are your host, Ben. And Kevin. And we have a very special friend. We're very excited for our guest today. Ooh. You're actually technically our first guest of, of 2024. Oh, first guest. But, uh, but this episode will come out in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, we're yeah, just yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. First guest of 2024. <laughs> Behind the scenes stuff. Today we have actor, author, entrepreneur, speaker, hmm. and podcaster. You might recognize her from and, the BBC and. drama series, Knots and Crosses. What? Make sure you look out for her in the upcoming AMC series, Parish. We have hosts of the Anodos Ministry podcast. We have Bonnie Mbuli yeah. in the pod. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you yes. for being here. It thank was kind of short here. notice, but um, thank you for obliging. I know it's the top thank of the you. year and people are yeah. kind of getting into yeah. New Year's mode and things like that. So thank you for um, making some time for us. I love this podcast. So. Oh, thank you. When thank you. Asked you. Me, I was like, <laughs> yes. say less. Praise the Lord. Uh, but say before less. we get into the talkings, uh, we got some bomb food in front of us. Yes, Kevin, what yes. are we starting uh, off today, today with? Today we have Be Nutritious. Be Nutritious. Uh, this, this is a franchise location now. There's a few locations, but the one I went to is in uh, the SGV area. I think it's like right off of like, uh, what is it, Monterey Park area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, be nutritious is the easiest way to put it is, you know, when you're doing like meal prep mm -hmm. and usually it's like really healthy meal preps, most of the time when people think of meal prepping, it's kind of like a, a mix of like American fusion cuisines. So what they did was they took an Asian cuisine take on healthy food. So wow. they will make like healthier versions of stir fry noodles. They'll make healthier versions of teriyaki chicken, healthier versions of uh, peanut chicken. Those are mm. all types of Asian cuisine. But in a healthy way, very Love health it. conscious, gym conscious, you know. Love so it. it's a really cool thing. This is a buddy of mine. Shout out Brian. Um, I love and it. we're going to dig in. Today we got beef teriyaki. We got the chicken teriyaki, mm -hmm. the peanut sauce, a chicken, and the house special noodles. And Ooh, that's with shrimp. Let's go. So I'm going to choose, I think, the beef. Okay, well, uh, before we take our bite, before we take our bite, it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's yeah, she, I'm going to sure jump in. Yeah, yeah, you're in it. This is, you know what? It's a family meal. Just get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you going to say Grace? <laughs> we did before. That we did before. Kevin, Kevin yeah. said Grace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we have a thing that we, we do. do have a oh, thing. Oh, you have a yeah, thing. Yeah, Let's do the thing. So it's a, we call it first bite reflection. It's just a prompt before we get into the meal, something to kind of, uh, you know, chew on as we chew on the food, but something to kind of get our minds going. And uh, as it is the new year, um, and not not to get into like New Year's resolutions per se, but what is one thing that you want to take off? And what is one thing you want to put on in this year? So what is one thing you want to take off? And what is one thing you want to put on? That's and good. I'm gonna do that. We dab, yeah, let's dab I'm gonna on the dip hot it into the real quick. This is a hot sauce or peanut sauce? Uh, I think it's a hot sauce. Okay, we'll see <laughs> what we'll it do is. Yeah, okay. Air five. Air five. Yes. Air five with yes. the food. Okay, so here we go. Well, here we go. Okay. okay. Let's F5. try it. And then please, oh. uh, yeah, as you guys eat it, please mm -hmm. describe how delicious it is so the audience knows. This okay. I thought this was a peanut sauce because it looks like a peanut sauce, but mm. it is tangy and it does have a spice to it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mmm. It's good. I like it. 
I'm a spice guy, so I enjoy a little wow, kick. Wow, that chicken was super Very flavorful, mm. but you Made can taste it clean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything's clean. You can mm-hmm. taste that it's prepared. Um, be delicious, what it's called? Uh, of- be nutritious. Be nutritious, and it's delicious. <laughs> Check it's that delicious, out. It's delicious, clean food. Yeah, yeah it's delicious, good. clean food. Okay, so. Love it. Yeah, what is something that you want to take off in this year? Or what is something that you want to put on? Oh, anybody got anything? I think I got mine. Ben, why'd you kick us off? Okay. I think for me, the thing that I am taking off this year, I'm going to just pick one. There's a few, but I was writing some stuff down yesterday, you know, top of the year. Um, I know a lot of people journal and they, you know, kind of like set some goals and yeah, like I want to do less of this, more of that. And I definitely have a handful, but I think the, you know what I'm going to take off? I'm going to take off believing the lie that I am not ready for the thing that God has called me to. Mm. Um, Take that off. Yeah, I'm taking that lie off. And you know, I also have to remind myself and just to even um, as an encouragement to everybody out there, you know, when we set these, you know, things that we want to accomplish, it's human to not be perfect at that thing 100% at the time. It's like, you know, I could be like, okay, I want to be healthy. That doesn't mean I'm never going to do something that's unhealthy. Um, Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not 100%. Mm. I hit the bullseye without fail. Because I think that's important to recognize. Because when we sort of fall off, for whatever reason, that moment of falling off becomes way louder than the like 90 other times that you did it well, Mm. right? Like, I, I've been doing it well this whole time, but that one time that you're like, oh, man, I kind of fell off. And then the enemy jumps on that. He loves to jump on that. And it's like, oh, psh, you, you messed up, dude. Yeah. Your goal, yep. I mean, you might as well throw that out the window. And I think, I mean, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, I think that's probably where people get tripped up. It's like, oh, man, I was supposed to go to the gym, you know, this many times a week. And then I was good for about a month. And then, you know, Week numbers five hit and and I kind of fell off. So it's like, ah, well, hopefully next year. You know uh, what I mean? But then it's like, well, just get back on. We'll just get back you know? on, yeah. And I think that's something where, I mean, I mean, that's biblical too, right? You know, yeah. it says, you know, once you stumble, get back up and keep walking. It's not just stay on the ground. Yeah. So I think the thing, yeah, the one thing I'm taking off is, um, yeah, the lie that I can't. Um, continue good. on and be steadfast in the thing that God has called me to. Mm, that's good. Um, the thing that I'm putting on is um, new consistencies, uh, new habits. And I'll be specific um, amongst, like I said, I have a, a handful of them. But um, I think the new thing that I am going to put on is um, because I feel like this bled over into so many other areas of my life. And it's going to be sound so simple and kind of silly, but it's to sleep better. And um, I think sleeping patterns, you know, people have a hard time resting that, you know, for one thing, people feel like, oh, some people have people have trouble sleeping and or finding time to intentionally rest. I think for me, just as a creative, my majority of my life, I've just been um, used to 
the late nights, you know, the I, you know, late night rehearsals or just for whatever reason, I'm just used to staying up late at night. Wow. I used to, when I lived in Las Vegas, when I was out there doing um, our show, um, I was in the Jabberwocky show, you know, our, our day wouldn't start until 5 p.m. And then we wouldn't finish our shows until like 11 p.m. And so then it's like, okay, let's go eat dinner. And I was like, midnight, cool. Let's like wind down a little bit. Now it's like 2 a.m. And like, all right, cool. a fangirl moment, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just please do carry on. Um, but yeah, like, so I'm, I was used to, you know, going to bed at like, as the sun was coming up and that was my clockwork. I was doing that for years. So after I came back from LA, I'm like, okay, I can't be doing that anymore, but it was still used to that. But the reason I talk about the sleep better thing is you've said this to me before, and I've heard this a lot where people say nothing good ever happens after midnight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's it's a slippery slope. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, things. So yeah. Right. Some people can be creative, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's a lot of times that your guard is down, and yeah. So that is yeah. one thing. And then two, I mean, like the later you sleep, the later you're waking up in the day too, and so you just don't get enough done because you don't create enough hours for yourself to get yep. things done. Right. So that's my thing. Taking off the lie that I can't do the thing that God has called me to. And what I'm putting on is I'm going to sleep better. That's good. Yes. Love that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Okay, so um, for a lot for the longest time, like ever since I was like in my early twenties, if you ask me, what do you know about American dance culture? I would say Jabberwockies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, wow. Yep. Yep. All the way from South Africa. <laughs> and you've been in South, so you're in now in LA for how long now? I've been in LA now since January 2023. So this at the end of this month is going to be my one year anniversary wow, in LA. Wow, congrats! But it's not my first rodeo in LA. Okay, I was here 17 years ago, mm. and uh, I came here on a mission to, um, you know, do the Hollywood thing, mm -hmm. make me get me, you know, an Oscar. And um, man, it was just. I fell flat on, flat on my face. Mm. It was a disaster. I was married at the time. Um, the whole trip like took its toll on our mental health, on our marriage. Mm. It was devastating. And we we were convinced we'd heard God. We, we had, I really believe we had. And our, our church leadership had affirmed us. And there were so many people just praying with <clears throat> us and walking with us. Yeah. And we came here and everything fell apart. Mm. And... Um, a year later we moved back home and we were broken and yeah. the aftermath of that was like our marriage ended mm. we fell into it i fell into a deep depression it was crazy it was like we got taken out spiritually wow um and so i just you know hung this idea of la up and i was like okay that that was that Clearly, that's never gonna happen and uh i'll never understand what happened there maybe we heard god maybe we didn't Left it alone. 17 years later, I get cast in a TV show. Wow. Like, I'm in South Africa. I send a self-tape because I had an agent out so here. So you were in LA and then you went back to South went Africa. Went back to South Africa okay. and kind of gave up yeah. on it. I was like, okay, that was my LA stint done. Like, mm -hmm. maybe I heard God, maybe I didn't. Mm -hmm. And um, licked our wounds, carried on. And 17 years later, I, I get a, um, a self-tape from my agent that was still stationed here in LA. 
um, shout out to my agent. Uh, they never let me go. They were like, we're not letting you go. And I was like, <laughs> I might never be back there. And they're like, it's okay. We're not letting you go. Mm. And um, that I always likened that to that um, phenomenon of the Israelites being in the in the wilderness and their sandals not wearing out. Ooh, okay. Whoa. That's, that's what that is for me. Like, while I was out there in the wilderness feeling like this was never going to happen and this I was never going to touch this promise again, I just had this agent and this manager who would not give up on me. So I, I they're, they're my sandals. And so um, they sent me the self-tape and I auditioned and I get the job wow. and I get what series regular. It's Parish. Okay. It's a new series I'm, I'm on and there it's we go. series regular mm-hmm. on Parish. And I moved back to LA. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like 17 years later, wow. yeah. you know? Um, mm. Yeah. It's, it's massive wow. for me because yeah. truly God is a God of restoration and he is, he's not a man that he should lie. Mm. And and to really settle in my heart and in my spirit 17 years later that I had heard God mm. after like years of feeling like no, I I got that wrong. Mm. So that that's that's quite a Well, there's a lot yeah. to unpack there. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, it does oh, wow. it's done mm-hmm. a lot for my intimacy with him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um just for my just trusting that I do have a friendship with God and that I, I can hear him. Amen. You know, yeah. mm. so that's that. That takes a lot. Yeah, that's that's a treasure for me. There's just certain things in my walk with the Lord that have become such a um, a treasure for me that things that I would have, I just wouldn't have thought would be the special thing. Mm. Like that's the special <clears throat> thing now for me. It's like I'm friends with God. Yeah, I can hear God. That's so good. That's so and good. He's faithful. He is you know? faithful. And that's um. That it's an encounter that really marks your faith. Yeah. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Like sometimes, I think I feel like there were years when I was just caught up in that, like from glory to glory, breakthrough to breakthrough. Um, what's the next thing, God? And sometimes you just have an encounter with God that just makes you camp and settle. Yeah. And go. I'm here for life. Yeah. I, you have shown me who you truly are. You have yeah. shown me that you are who you say you are. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I digressed. No, you're well, fine. Well, I didn't digress. But back yeah. to what yeah. am I back taking to, off? Yeah, so, yeah. Taking off, there's a lot there. So yeah, there a was lot a lot there. there. Yes. Yeah. So what I'm taking off is my exterior gaze. Like I have this obsession with looking at my life from the outside and looking at it from the perspective of what everyone around me must be thinking. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like considering their perception of my life and where I'm at and what I'm doing. And almost like I, I exit my life and I stand on the outside and I'm like, if you're standing from that point, what do you see in my life? And what do you think of what's going on? If you're that guy over there, what do you think? If And I'm just going to stop that. I just want to take that off. Like, I, I want that to be none of my business, what it's looking like from the outside. Wow. Uh-huh. I just, I, I want to let go of that gaze. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is me being present in my life and being honest and being truthful 
and what God thinks of my life. Yeah. Right? And so letting go of that gaze, throwing that off, and putting on that it's okay to not know. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love being like, I've, I've, I've been so addicted to being the person who knows what's going on. Like if you ask me, so what's going on with your life and what are you doing? Da, 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 and give me your five-year plan. And I'm like, uh, yep. you know, I want to yeah. wax yep. lyrical. I want to like, give it all You don't got anything you. going yeah. if you don't have a five-year plan. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. I want to, I, I want to relax into saying, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know what I'm doing today. I know what I'm doing now. Like, you know, I know what my focus is. I know what's important today. I know that I want to be consistent in um, showing up to my writing and practicing my writing. I know that I want to show up daily to being a better parent. I want to show up to reading my my word every day. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the inspiration to start a Bible (laughs) plan. Yeah, let's go. Started the Bible plan on the first. Yeah. So I, you know, I know, I know the the separate elements that I want to focus on, but mm-hmm. I don't know the the big picture. I don't mm-hmm. know the the whole thing that's gonna unfold, and For that's sure. okay. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it ties in with the letting go of what people think mm-hmm. and sitting in the moment of what I'm doing and being at rest, entering into a rest. God's rest. Wow, that's so good. You know, as you're talking about the um, the thing that you're going to be putting on is um, not having to worry so much about the future of like, yeah, I'm gonna um, just sort of trust in that. Like, I, I was, I was for some reason, I was thinking like, what if you were to ask Jesus, like, Jesus, what's your five year plan? What would he have said? Mm. What would Jesus say to that question? Jesus, what's your five-year plan? And then, and you were talking about entering into rest. Jesus, he, he, he rested. He took naps. (laughs) Like, you know, he, he, he was never in a rush. He did, right? Yes. And he also, he would also say when, when, like, you know, after he would heal people, there were times where he would say, go and tell people. And there were times he says, don't go tell anybody. Like, I'm wondering why why did he sometimes go and tell people what he did and why did he sometimes tell people not to say what he did because I just take that as God Jesus was saying it's not time for that. You know, it's not time for that. So, you know, if we model the way of Jesus like was Jesus in this like here's what the top of the year guys, here's what you got to have, you know, ready to go. Um here's what, you know, like what's your plan for this? What's your plan? He was like Chill. Not to say that Jesus didn't care or he was lazy or he was just like, I don't know. But he knew what the design was. He knew what the father's plan was, but it never was this go, go, go mentality. Right. You know? So as you were saying that, I was just like, man, what would Jesus say to that question of a five year plan? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Kev, you said something interesting that he napped at the like strangest, craziest times yes. craziest during yeah. the storm. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He napped during the storms. He's when there was like of people trying to get to him. He's yeah, just right. I'm like, That's yo, like, true. there's no panic. There's mm. no anxiety. I'm like, what's going yeah. on, bro? Yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus moved out. at a different speed, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
One of my favorite Jesus moments is that the Bible describes as the one where the woman with the issue of blood touches mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, who touched me? And, yeah. mm. and, and the disciples are like, what do you mean? There's like throngs of people. Yeah. They've been touching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like picturing that like <laughs> yeah. scene. like, Because yeah. it just feels for me so zen and so chill like yes. what just uh, someone just touched me <laughs> but it's so but it's yeah. so plugged right, in right. and it's so present but yet like so yeah. wow Dang, you know there's, a, there's, a, there's some underlying stuff just in that story so much <laughs> i'm like thinking about that because yeah. like imagine imagine the person that was seen in that moment too right mm-hmm. like if there's hundreds of people touching me but she, he only felt the one we talk about Jesus not knowing you, so maybe he didn't know anyone else. Whoa. And that's crazy. Mm. Wow. Yeah, you know, because yeah. what I was, yeah, like I, I'm like just piggybacking off of that. Like yeah. I, as many people that were touching him, that one woman, she must have had a different intention than everyone else, or she must have had a different I don't want to call it an agenda, but a different faith. Like, if I just do this, I know that this will happen. Where everyone else might just be like, oh my gosh, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. They're just hype. They're just like, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. And she's just like, I just need to touch this man so that I can be healed. There was a difference in the way that she was approaching him that he felt like, wait, who did that? Like, who had that intention? Because I think the Bible says power left him. He felt power leave him. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, who? So all this whole time, he wasn't feeling that. Right. So what moved him? Her faith, right? Right, yeah. Because it took her a lot more faith to get into that crowd than most people in that right. crowd. Because she had that issue of Exactly, blood. yeah. Wow. Um, wow. You know, I'm, I'm speaking to people who don't know what it's like to yeah. <laughs> have sure. a period. Yeah. Like imagine yeah, 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 having yeah, yeah. a period right. for 12 years. Yeah. Like the inconvenience of that, like the physical inconvenience of that, like mm. what that must have made her have to be aware of, just her what she was wearing, maybe she had a stench, maybe she just was socially so inadequate mm-hmm. and feeling out of place and wow. conscious, extremely self-conscious. Whoa. And then to get into a crowd and then to go and try and touch Jesus is like, it, it really hits me that yeah. he knew her. Mm-hmm. Like he knew her personal story. Mm-hmm. That he was moved by her because he's a personal God. Right. And and yeah, that was an intentional, risky move that she knew that she was yeah. making. She's like, I know I'm not supposed to be here, air quotes. Like, I'm not allowed to be here. Right. Um, I should not be here, let alone touch Jesus. I probably should not do that. Yet Jesus welcomed all of it. Like... Every bit of what she was doubting, every bit of her feeling that she didn't belong, every bit of like, I know I'm unclean and I know I'm risking, I'm risking everything right now, but I need this. I need to be clean. And she knew that only Jesus would would be the one to clean her. And he recognized all of that and was like, where is that person? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. It's crazy. That's, that's amazing. Look at me right now. (laughs) That's amazing. Look at me. Whoa. Wow. Dang. Did we say what you were putting on? Yeah. Oh, I said I was putting on just entering into rest, mm-hmm. the, the God's rest. And why that's very specific for my life is 
I started working at a really early age. I st- I, I'm 44 now. I started working when I was 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah and nice. and I, I, I came from a, a, I was raised by a single mom and my working helped out at home a lot. Like mm. it really got us out of like some sticky situations and it really f- became a badge of like honor for me. Like I can yeah. help out at home. Yeah, yeah. I can work and help out at home because this TV thing like just fell on my lap when I was 13 and I started yeah. making money that a 13 year old wouldn't ordinarily be making. Right, and I was right. able to like completely um, help out and I put through all my money into helping my mom. I just wouldn't even look at the check. I just handed right, it to my mom. Right, right. So I've always, I had always like attached my sense of achievement to my worth. That's mm. when that that connection happened, right? I see. Like really young. Yeah. I've got it under control. I can fix this problem. I can go work and I can earn money. And therefore yeah. I'm worthy. Therefore worth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah. now I just want to take that off. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be like, hey, I don't have a plan today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I but I'm yeah. here. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna show up. Because because my worth is taken care of now. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my 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 worth is my identity in Christ. Jesus is taking care of my worth. Yeah. So I don't need this this other thing that I've been using to prove yeah. my worth, right? So the rest looks ap- that nap. Yeah. <laughs> that nap. That, that nap, nap looks appealing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Mm. <laughs> Naps are good, guys. Naps are good. And so I'm thinking yeah. about how, like, that nap is obviously, like, also just beyond just a physical nap. Um, what is it? What is it? What would it feel like to move <clears throat> with that nap energy? Right. Wow. Yeah. Because you know what's funny is like, because, you know, we're trying to read the Bible in a year, right? We're all talking yeah. about this. They're like, oh, you know, I'll hear some of the folks like, man, it's toxic. I keep falling asleep or whatever. And I'm just like, sleep. <laughs> sleep. If if you're reading the word mm-hmm. and you're going to sleep, sleep. You, you obviously need to sleep. You need to sleep. It's really simple. It's like, I think I was talking to Ben about this, like literally like yesterday or a couple of days ago. I think it was yesterday and where I was saying one of the first things that happens to most folks when they finally stop being stubborn and getting out of their own way and they come to God and they come to Christ, the first thing they do usually is cry. Why? Because all this immense self pressure, you're finally going, here you go. Wow. Hmm. And the first thing you do as you rest, it's this outpour of emotion because you're finally free. Now that is the rest I want to operate at all the time. You know, mm. like that is, I'm like, I'm listening to where you are right now, Bonnie. And I'm just like, she is in a wonderful, wonderful pocket right now. And I think that's wow. like, I'm like, yes, mm. you know, to sit in that, and that is such a gift it really is Hmm. it really is it's reminding me of that scripture it's like one of my favorite scriptures because for me it it always encapsulated the invitation of christ like what christ was inviting me to where it says come to me all who you are heavily laden and i will give you rest 
take my yoke upon you because my burden is light and my yes. yoke is easy. Yes. Mm. Um, that that invitation just yeah. every time I read that I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like mm. because yeah. We're, I'm burdened by so many things at any given time. Of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and he knows that. Yes. He knows. he knows it. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows there's a burden. Yeah. And he's it's like, so funny. I know you have a burden. <laughs> there is a burden, but mine's light. My mind's light. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, speaking of that nap, what you just <laughs> said, you said there is a burden, but mine's lighter. So when Jesus took a nap, there was a storm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like the storm is like, that's the burden, but his lightness is like, you know, it's cool. I'm gonna take a nap. Like, it's fine. There's a storm. Um, it's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Like in the midst of this chaotic thing that everyone else sees, like, do you not see what's happening? He's like, it's okay. Like, yeah. that's how life's gonna be. Life's never gonna just be like, you know, peaches and rainbows all the time. It's gonna be chaotic. There is gonna be burden. And in that, Jesus says, rest in me. Give me that burden. Right. Trust in me and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's so. Man, there's so much to that nap. There's a whole sermon in just that nap right there. And at that point, the disciples are like, yo, yo, wait, Jesus, Jesus, wake up, we're dying. Yeah. And I'm like, there's times in the Bible where I'm like, yeah, I'm these guys. Yes, I'm most of the time. Like 99% of the time, I'm those guys. Yeah, yeah. But that contrast of the nap and them, yeah, it's hitting me right now. What do you? Yeah, Kev, give us yours. You know, just listening, just listening to all you guys sharing. Like honestly, I didn't. I'm not really sure how to articulate what I've been thinking in the last few like weeks, because I'm an anti fan of New Year's resolutions in general. Like I've never been because I've felt so let down by myself so many times in the past that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to live my life better always. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to do this like once a year thing. Sure. Yeah. But for some reason this year, there was like this shifting spirit. There was this, wow. like, this changing under my feet, even if I didn't mm. want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's already like happening. And God was being very clear with me and the clear part where I asked for prayer um, during our, I had a New Year's Eve service at my church and we all circled around strangers that we've never met in the church too. So that was kind of unique. And they were like, just pray for each other. I'm like, all right. And I was sitting with my wife and we're both surprised on what we asked for. But when we unpacked why we asked that at that moment, it made sense, which was I asked for more trust in God, just period. Mm. And I think what I'm trying to let go entering the new year is my disbelief of miracles. Like I still don't believe or trouble believing that I have the God that I believe in is literally the God of the universe. Like literally the God of everything, like of everything. I still feel like I have pockets that I have to leave on a shelf and control, that I have pockets that I have to just, I can't let this go or it's gonna be insane. Like I can't, cause I can't live like a crazy person. <laughs> I still think that sometimes. Right, I hear you. Right? And when you mention burdens and things that come and you know, there's these things that will still happen in the rest, I'm realizing as I'm saying it and as I'm praying for it is truly 
I'm just letting go of the idea that every day right now has been a miracle. Like every day. Mm. And I'm really stepping into that. So now I'm just putting on, it really feels like I'm just living in, I feel, I know this is going to sound weird, but I feel like I'm living in the in like storybooks right now. Wow. It <laughs> feels weird because yeah. I no longer have plans. I no longer have goals even. I love that. Which is, which that's is what you were life. avoiding. <laughs> that's what you were, that's what you mean by I don't want to be a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a crazy because they're, they're, they're going to hear this and be like, oh, Kevin's going to be like a he? gypsy yeah. or like, uh, <laughs> he's going to be like, you know, like this, uh, uh, what do they call him, a, a vagrant or whatever. And I'm like, that's, that's not what it is. It's literally just, I wake up, I get on my knees and I pray. And I feel good. And then I go, okay. I know what I have to do. I have a schedule. I have responsibilities. I start to do that in the best way I can. But then I start giving even those to God as I go. And one of the most recent things that happened is with my son. And even with my son, I had so much control in my hand because I was like, he did something wrong. I was so upset one night. And this was a few days ago. I was so upset at him because he was like just acting a fool in front of uh, other people. He, he never acts like this, but for some reason he was just too excited. So he was just misbehaving in front of public. And after on the drive home, I found myself chastising him saying, you know, you were disrespectful. You don't behave this way. And everything I was saying was right in the sense of like, I am disciplining my son to create boundaries for him. So he may learn he's seven years old, mm -hmm. right? So those were all on the right. And I just stood in this disciplinary mode, drove home. And then I was like, go to sleep. So he goes to bed. And then I'm sitting there like upset, but I feel like, you know what? I need to do this. This is what, you know, this is good for discipline. Then my wife just kind of walks over and she's like, how, how did that feel? <laughs> was that a trick question? <laughs> I, I don't know. And then I just looked at her, and then I was just like, "You know, he should." She's like, "Yeah, of course, of course." Do you want to just end the night like that? Oof. And I was like, mm. "I was like, you know what? I shouldn't. Let me let me just go talk to him, you know." So I went into my son's bed. And he sat there, and he was, he was like kind of sad. And I gave him a hug. He started to cry, of course, oh. right? He started crying. He said, I'm sorry, Dad. But the next thing he said broke my heart, which was, Dad, you know, I can't stop ruining the day, mm. you know? Mm. And I paused there for a second, and I said, hold on, hold on. You didn't ruin the day. I need you to listen to me. I looked him dead in the eye, and this is where, I've never done this with my son, actually, um, the entire seven years of his life. I was looking straight at him, and um, I let him know, like, I let him know that no matter what happens, that I will always love him. And everything we're talking about is because I love him. And everything he is, is enough.
And everything he does is enough. And everything he is is enough. Like he needs to be him. Nothing needs to change. It's nothing, it's nothing that you specifically like did. We're just learning about some of the things that, hey, this could be a little too much or this is bad or this is good. But you will always be my son. Oh. I will always love you. And I just started crying, you know. And I, I've never cried in front of my son. And I think that completely changed our relationship. Wow. Because then I started to say, dad's not perfect. I'm not, I'm not perfect either. I know how you feel because I did the same thing you did when I was young. So I know what you're doing. I know how you feel. And I see you. And we just kind of embraced and I cried. And in that moment, I realized my son probably saw me as just a father figure. But in that moment, we were just people. Even at age seven, you know? And I, I didn't even realize I could have something like that with my son. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it just... Um, Parenting sucks. <laughs> like, like parenting is wild. The moral of the story. Yeah, parenting is wild. Parenting is wild. Sorry, sorry. Parenting is so, yeah. Yeah, it really <laughs> drives vulnerability. Mm. But I just didn't want. That was totally God because I'm having a son drama. Yeah. Mm. That was. Wow. God is. Yeah, of course I'm going to talk about it then. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course I'll bring it up. That's how it works. I'll bring it having up, son drama. Yeah. That's how it works. Wow. Like, I get invited to the podcast because God actually wanted to talk to me about my son. There you go. There you go. Hey, that's hey. how. Because it's no, personal. He's a happened. personal God. Absolutely. Yes, wow. Yeah, because we're, we're struggling um, about something similar. He's addicted to Fortnite. And when I yeah. tell him you can't play Fortnite sure. anymore, then it's like reign of terror. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Sure. And we're working through that and... Yeah, you just shared some nuggets that I'm definitely going to be chewing on. Wow. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode so far. Just to keep it real, it takes time, energy, and resources to produce this pod. If you feel led to, you can support us by donating on Cash App at Good Service Podcast. Any amount, large or small, is truly appreciated. Thank you guys so much. We love y'all. Back to the episode. Because he got in trouble again after that, of course. Uh, when we talk, it's not just because naturally, immediately, I noticed that he goes into self pity. Mm. He goes into, I'm not enough. Like that, it, it goes right, it's fast. It's like, I'm not enough hits him. And I remember that I used to do that too. So I'm like, oh, I see that. So I immediately have to go, hold on, hold on. You are enough. You are seen. You are you. I love you for you. We start there. And then we build from there. And it's been very different already with my son. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of nuts. So, yeah. yeah. This um this episode should have been called The Sons. <laughs> Maybe it will be. <laughs> we'll clip that. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is reminding yeah. me of um because you the, the thing with trying to read the Bible 
is that every time, or the whole Bible, is that every time you start, you realize that you've started a lot of times. And so yes. you're always starting at Genesis. And so Genesis becomes the book you've read the most because yeah. you're always starting to read the whole Bible. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So what really stood out for me, I think the Bible, our Bible plan is similar. It's not the same one, but it's a similar one. Uh, we're all, it's also starting in Genesis, right? Yeah, yeah. What really stood out for me is after Adam and Eve had eaten from the tree, and God said to them, who told you that you were naked? Mm -hmm. And he was mad at them, right? Because they disobeyed him. Mm -hmm. He still covered their nakedness. He still mm -hmm. made them tunics. Right, right. I was like, <laughs> you, you made them tunics? Yeah, interesting. Oh, interesting. Like they, they weren't supposed to be talking about being naked because that was a result of their sin. Mm -hmm. And God was like, okay, mad at you, but... Now that you feel naked, how about I make you some in a way? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. right. Um, that really stood out for me. I was like, wow, Lord, you, you're God, you're holy, and you hate sin. But when we repent and we draw near to you, it, God, God's, God's backdrop is always relationship with us like mm, yeah right? wow yeah like the oh, canvas man. is always relationship yeah. right right yeah. and, and i and i and because i'm human i sometimes think oh god must be so mad at me the backdrop has changed mm. and he's like no it hasn't changed we're mm -hmm. still in relationship right come wow. to me let's talk about this yeah wow you know like wow. <clears throat> yeah talking about that when yeah, when Adam and Eve recognized their nakedness, if God was a condemning God and if God was like, yes, you need to feel shameful of your sin, he would have been, yes, you are naked. What are you going to do about it? Like, but it's like, <laughs> sounds no, like okay. something I'd say. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, you got, you're bad. You're bad. So what are you going to do to fix it? Right. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, he yeah. Were, if he was a God of condemnation and shame, right. that could have been his response. Yeah, he was just like, okay, who told you that? All right, let me make you feel better. Even though you are in sin, like, let me let me cover that up for you because of his relationship with his children. And then when you're talking about, you know, um, when you were approaching your son yeah. and when you um, came upstairs and you you approached him and his response was like, sorry, dad, I can't keep ruining the day, a.k.a. this is my sin, my bad, I'm sorry, and I know I disappointed you, blah, 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 right? And then you were like, you didn't ruin anything. You didn't ruin the day. And you saw him. And then his response was what? To cry, just like as you were saying. And and it just made me feel, and I was sharing this with you the other day too, in terms of like, when we cry, it's because we feel, oh, I can I can be safe. Like the, the feeling of I'm in danger or like I'm just kind of, ugh, I'm scared. And then once like, I feel safe. It's like you let everything down and then your response is just to let it out in tears. It's that like feeling of, ah, I'm home. I can let down the guard. I can let down the fear. Yeah. Like, ah, there's my dad. I can cry and just be like, I'm sorry, dad. And mm -hmm. like, you're like, it's okay. Like, mm -hmm. I love you for who you are. And, and then this going back to even, you know, we talk about this whole generational trauma and things like that. We've talked about that a lot here, even on this podcast, but like, I'll just put my my own experience. My parents did not always do that. They would discipline me and they would send me away. 
And then I would wake up the next day and be like, still like, are you guys still mad at me? And it's like, here, eat, eat the food. I'm like, okay. So you're, you're just continuing on. Like now you're just like the, the walking on eggshells just compounds over time. It's like, man, I better not piss them off again. Cause I don't want to experience that again. Mm -hmm. So then now you just, this relationship with your parents becomes this fear relationship where yeah. it's like, I don't want to mess up cause I don't want to experience that. And then it creates this distance, mm -hmm. but what you are doing and what like that, I'm sure you've experienced, we're, we're both Korean, so we both experienced probably similar parenting styles from yep. our parents. We got the crap beat out of us. Yes, huh? we yeah. did. We, yeah. we, got, yeah. we got beat a little bit. Yeah. But, I'm African. <laughs> is Just it, wanna, okay, yeah. is it similar? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah, we, we have a very similar upbringing experience. But what you're doing is you are changing that narrative mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm not going to allow my, my child to experience that. I'm going to see, I'm going to allow my child see me cry. Yep. And, uh, and so he can see how broken I am too yep. and how much I love him so that he can be like, wow, I literally have never seen my dad cry. Like, yep. you know and, what I'm and saying? And also you told him you weren't perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So like, it's massive. There's a lot in that. There's yeah. so much. I think in that. a lot of that vulnerability. The only reason I was even able to do that or even have this opportunity with my son, because I've always prayed about wanting to be close to my children. And the, I think the only reason I even had that opportunity, because I didn't grow up with the father, like I, I didn't have a father growing up. And so the only person that I can model after is literally God in my relationship with mm. him. And I think his work in me let me even have the empathy to walk into his room that day. Like I thought like even going to it, I, I, I had stubbornness, I had it all here, but I knew I was living different today. Like I'm not living in that past whatever life that I wanna live on my own and my own decisions and living outside of miracles, you know? So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm operating differently now. Like this is not, like I gotta do that in everything, not just in areas, like not just on Sundays and Mondays, right. you know, literally in everything. And if that's gonna cause real change, you know? And so I was like, suck it up, just go in there. I didn't even have a game plan, but all I heard was his voice and the words he said, and it just reminded me of my own voice when I talked oh. to God, you know, because and also shout yeah. out to your wife. Yeah, shout right. Out yeah, she, shout said, out. she said, I be the helper. Literally, she was like, <laughs> so how did that feel? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. She, it's that oh simple question. So subtle. Oh my goodness. She is, she, I've always said this for a long time. She has a gift of wisdom. Mm. She's had it for a long time. And then I only recognized it recently wow. in the last few years, luckily. Again, through God, and because God showed me that, the biggest thing that changed in our relationship is I don't just love and adore my wife. I absolutely respect her, mm. wow. and that's very different for that's me. Dope. And so now whenever she says anything, before I argue, before I get upset, and I'm not perfect at this because she's going to listen to this later. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm not perfect at it. I however, however um, whenever I do slow down a bit first thing i do is when she speaks i do listen because i go hmm she said that for a reason let me think about that but that only was that that, that practice only started like a, a year ago mm. that's how bad of a listener <laughs> you know 
So, but anyways, yeah, it's amazing. You know, um, well, you you can tell me if this story is true, Bonnie. Is it true that you were recognized at a bus stop while coming home from school by uh, like a talent scout? Yeah, that is true. It okay. is true. Okay. That's that's how my career began. Oh. That's like the old school. The like, old school classic. Yeah, yeah right. That's amazing. Like you hear about it in movies. Like yeah. I was discovered. I was discovered. Yeah. So, um, you, you should I tell the story? Please, so I'm at, please. I'm at the bus stop. I'm coming home from school. Here's why that story is such a miracle. I was a very quiet child at school, and I had I was like not popular. I was I was the kid always getting the you can't sit with us sign mm. in my face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I was fine with that because I didn't want to sit with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. sit with us, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to sit with you, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It just didn't feel like I belonged mm. anywhere and mm. I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel mm. heard and I didn't... And I just was stuck in my shell. And so that we were at the bus stop, a whole bunch of us, like 20, about 25 of us waiting for the number 74 bus. And um, how I know that this was God is because there was nothing that I did to draw that woman's attention. Mm -hmm. Like huh. if, if anyone was scrutinizing that crowd, my instinct would be to disappear. That's always, that was always my instinct <laughs> at that point in my life. Oh my right. Gosh, yeah. So she comes out of her car, she parks her car, she walks around the crowd of kids and she hands out this like little flyer and on it says, do you want to be a TV star? And she hands me one and I look at it and I'm like, ew, no, like, mm. of course I don't want to be a TV wow. star. Like, oh. I don't even have what it takes to be a TV star. Like mm. a thousand yeah. thoughts go through my mind, mm. right? Like, I can't be a TV star because I don't have what it takes. I, um, how dare I think that? How dare Whoa. I even look at this flyer? I'm not, mm. what? Wow. I'm embarrassed to even have anyone in this, at this bus stop, see me even contemplate the idea wow. of being a TV star. Like that whole moment was so awkward for me. Mm. Um, and so I put it away and I'm like, oh, she's clearly not talking to me. She gets back in her car. She drives like maybe two, two miles and she reverses, parks her car and walks towards us, makes a beeline for me. At this stage, I'm like, don't, don't, don't come to me. Don't come mm. to me. I don't want to do Because everyone's looking at me. My whole thing in life was like, make sure just, no one yeah. looks at you. Mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> just try to be invisible. That was like my yeah. whole mission in life. Just be invisible. Mm -hmm. And she walks up to me. She says, hey, um, I really think you'd look incredible on camera. Please make sure you come do the screen test. Promise me you'll come. And I'm like, wow. what? is happening <laughs> she gets back in her car and she drives off and that's the only reason i went to see her that weekend wow because i went to see her that weekend was like a saturday and on monday i got my first job wow <laughs> my life changed uh -huh. in a weekend wow um but i know that that was that was god yes <laughs> yes what what in your that life that moment what in your life like it was a is it a generational faith is it your parents like what made you you like like you're like so like you're so in love with God today? Like what started that? Like do you do you remember like what was the that moment where it's like okay this is it like right everything is God now? I 
so so it is a generational thing like my mom oh, yeah. my mom's a praying mantis <laughs> my mom's a praying mantis my mom like i can see that my mom only eats prays and sleeps that's what she does like, right? oh man what a warrior yeah seriously um, but it was in her house when i was growing up i had a really lonely childhood mm. And I always, I always say this to my kids even now. I say to them, being lonely when you're young is a blessing Ooh. because you're more likely to hear God whisper to you when you're a lonely child wow. than when everybody loves you. Wow. I always say that That's to crazy. my kids. And, and sometimes they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard <laughs> this. This sucks, though. Like everyone, no, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but really, for real, like I had a really lonely childhood and I would hear God speak to me. And it was, wow. it was a voice that drew me because for real, no one else was calling out to me. Whoa. Mm. No one else was accepting me. How old were you when, in your memories? I of that? feel like in my, the first time I started to like really hear God called to me was it was probably like eight. Oh man, wow. But it was like it was very subtle. It was very like it was almost as though he was whispering eternity to me. Wow. It, like that <laughs> now when I when I'm yeah. in worship and I encounter God, I oh. I when I get that sense of like um eternity with him i remember that i got that when i was like eight years old wow it was just um like a knowing that there was something inside of me that belonged to him and that it was eternal it was forever mm. and i could never escape it or break it or and that i i needed to respond to it mm. i didn't know how mm. wow but it was like almost like a just a um a, a sniggling like a scratching inside of my like deep inside my soul mm -hmm. and one day when i got saved like i was i think i was 11 when i got saved and even then like i got saved because i responded to an i responded to an altar call at church yeah, yeah. that hadn't really dawned on me i was just doing it because sure. we go to church every sunday yeah. and at this church this is what happens you get saved yeah. when i really gave my life to the Lord in terms of just like me getting a full understanding and a, a full um, realization of the gravity of that decision, that feeling, I, I, I remember saying to God, that was that feeling. Uh, hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but also just praying, praying mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Praying mantis moms. Praying mantis moms. Shout out to <laughs> yeah. praying moms. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But what's crazy is as Bonnie's ta talking, she's like unlocking like my memories. Wow. Like it's crazy. Like you're just saying that. And I started like remembering these lonely childhood moments I had. Like the moment you're talking about it. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? I'm just sitting here going like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> Whoa. Like mm -hmm. I... It started flashing in my head. I was getting goosebumps as she was wow. talking. Actually, that's dope. That, that's wild. You know, wow. as you as you talk, uh, share that uh, the bus stop story of being discovered and then getting this note of like, basically, she's like, "You are it," and you're like, "You want to be a TV?" So you're like, "Nope, that's not <laughs> nope, for me. That's not that's not for me." And you were like, <laughs> "It was literally an invitation," and you took that as rejection. Like you were being invited, and you're like, "Nope, that can't be me." 
like not <gasps> me. And then and then you were like, I gotta get I gotta get out of here. So you tried even more to be invisible. I did. And then and then straight to you was like, I want you. Please show up. You are great. Please show up. And then for whatever reason, you were like, okay. I'm sure you did it reluctantly and with all the doubts and all that, but for some reason you still said, all right, let me try. And so much to unpack in that, right? In the (laughs) way, in the way that you felt like like God had been whispering to you ever since like, hey, like eternity, you you are for eternity. I have eternity for you. And from a, as a child, you know, maybe out in the real world, your desire was to be invisible and to, to be like, nah, like that's not for me. Like, I'm, I don't belong there. I'm not invited to that. This is not for me yet. You were sensitive to God putting in your heart, eternity, eternity, and, and, and I, it's interesting to me that you fast forward all those years of you making the leap to come out to LA to pursue the thing, to pursue, all right, I guess this is my calling. And then life became difficult and it, and it handed you a bunch of different scenarios that you probably did not sign up for. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, it's not for me. You go back. That was totally, yeah. And then 17 years, 17 years of being back there. And then you get that, it's time to go back. And so as you're talking about even calling back to all this stuff about the years of, you know, the wanderings, um, you know, but even also feeling like I don't belong there. I don't, I don't think this is for me yet. You responded to it and then you came and then a lot of the storms happened and then you went back. You're like, and I'm sure you probably went back with a lot of like, wait, so what happened? Like, did I miss something? And then a good chunk of years passes by and God says, it's time to go back. And, and here you are. Like, so it's like, we're catching you in the middle of your story. Like this yeah. is maybe chapter two of this story, chapter three, whatever it is. But I'm just seeing this as like, you are so sensitive to the Lord's call on your life of this is forever. Not, not this life here, but this, the relationship, this is forever. And when you stay sensitive to me and when you trust in me and you just respond to when I, when I say come, you come. When I say stay, you stay. That's like, God is so pleased with that. God is like, I love the fact that you are so sad. I've been, I've been speaking this to you ever since you were a kid and you've always responded. So I'm seeing that right now as we're talking about all this like parenting and, and like, you know, just the years that it takes for things to happen, generational, mm-hmm. you know, trauma so and, and things like that, that we're, we're undoing, you know, by the grace of God, you know what I mean? These conversations, like, we didn't know what we were gonna come and talk about. We're just yeah. like, no. when you asked me, Bonnie, you're like, well, should I be prepared for anything? I was like, prepare, be prepared to eat. I don't know, like, well, do you have any <laughs> yeah, dietary restrictions? That's wow. exactly what I have. You know, and so, but yeah, I just see so much um, redemption and like, healing and God saying, we're not done. We're not done, you know? Thank you for like wrapping up that whole story for me and just like, I I guess, drawing a through line for me, Hmm. right? Because it's not like that voice ever goes away that like, cause now that I'm here in LA, Hollywood, where it all happens in the engine room, I'm like, I don't know if I belong here, Hmm. right? Hmm. And so it's like, thank you for, for putting it that way, for saying that, because 
there is something that's already forever. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's this backdrop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. this relationship. Yes. Amen. That's yeah. it. Yeah. All I all I want to say is like with this very like clear through line of how God has brought you here today is really just that carry that boldness, right? Because like one of the coolest things that God showed me um, as far as like some of like what he has in store, at least for me and for some of the guys that we we had this incredible time at this one men's retreat last mm-hmm. year that kind of, I can't get the vision out of my head, but regardless, it's like the same, the, the vision that I keep repeating to people is that wherever I went, Jesus came with me. Right. So wow. we were just walking in together, like hand in hand. I open a door, we're both walking in. And I just couldn't get that image out. Doesn't matter if it's a smoky room, it's a, like a, a room filled with animosity, or it's a room filled with joy. Doesn't matter. I'm walking in, and the person right next to me is Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Wow. And I, I'm, and I really want to. Uh, say that again to encourage boldness on your life, Bonnie. Because I receive ooh, that. Yes, you are yes, going. Amen. You are going some places, and he's going right with you. So I think that's wow. going to be some beautiful stories there. Yeah. Man, I receive that. Thank you. Mm, thank yeah. you, gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you. you so thank much. you for for spending spending this time with us. I just want to ask one quick thing. You do have a podcast. I, I have us. a podcast. Yeah, can, can, can you talk a, a little about, yes, about I have the pod? A yeah, podcast, which is um and one of our expre- the expressions of a ministry that we began a couple of months ago called Anodos. It was um a ministry that we began because we wanted to create a not only one aspect of it is an online um, film academy, hey. which we're building right now, putting okay. laying down the Go. foundations cool. for, and yeah. yeah. But we also wanted to create a safe space where um, conversations like this one can happen for artists and creatives and culture shapers, um, and where they can, where we can work out our um, salvation with fear and trembling as it relates to our art and our artistry and, mm. and how faith meets artistry. Yeah, and um, because that journey can be quite lonely, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's just been so incredible to see um, how I feel like God has just like pulled back the curtain and revealed all these creatives that he's been yeah. building up mm-hmm. and like, yeah you know, cooking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ta-da! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And we're absolutely. all wanting we're all wanting to talk about him everywhere. And it's like yeah. everywhere I look, I don't know if it's just happening to me, but it's like Ooh, there's a everywhere revival. I look, oh, yeah, I'm like happening. there's yeah. like a Whoa. silent revival. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Or and, maybe it's not that and not so silent. I was <laughs> about so to silent. say, not, not so, so silent. silent. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what excites me is that it's it's the God is using the artists because mm-hmm. artists for me have always felt like the stepchildren of the kingdom. Ooh. <laughs> For real. Mm. Like even at church growing up, I yeah. always felt like, cause you know, people come to me and be like, are you sure God wants you to be an actress? Cause it's, it's a demonic industry. Right. And right. I don't know right. if, right. Right. you know, right. that glorifies God. And yeah. so I've always felt like, oh man, I've got this gift that like no one at church is feeling. Mm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. like, sure. mm-hmm. sure. I don't know if like, God is in this thing, but I knew he was, right. you know, so I've always felt like that, like, okay, yeah, yeah. the artists are the stepchildren of the kingdom. 
Yeah. And now it's like God is using artists for this like 100% revival. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. calling them back yeah. to him and he's like you belong to me. I gave you these gifts. I sent you. Yes. Come back. Let's do this thing. Been yes. waiting for you. Mm -hmm. yes. mm -hmm. Who told you you were naked? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Come, here's your tunic. Let's right. go. Right, right, yes. right. Really feel like that's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Yeah, I, you know that we 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 talk about a lot uh, that that very topic of um, you know is is the the artist uh, creative space is that welcome in the kingdom of God, and the short answer is yes, it is. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, without going, we can do a whole other two hours on this topic. But you know, God let us know the first attribute of Him is that He was a creator. He's in the beginning, God created. That's yeah. it. It could have been anything else. It could have been God is holy. God, yeah. you know, God is, uh, you know, glorious, but is it God created and he made everything. And then why is it that we can go to the Grand Canyon and be like, wow, that's beautiful. Right. That's breathtaking. It's like, that's God's artistry. He created that. Yeah. And how is that not yeah. a part of who we are? Yeah. He right. gave us that attribute. Yeah. So I think that's 100% spot on. Yeah. Uh, and curious, what does anodos anodos mean? Anodos means to ascend. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Super dope. Love like that. that. Yeah. To ascend. Like that. Yeah. Anodos sounds dope too. Yes. Yeah. Does sound Thank dope. you. It does sound dope. Um, so Bonnie, we call this show Good Service. Good Service. It's Good Service. We uh, we frequent these amazing food establishments that provide good and nourishing and delicious food that provide good service, good experience for people. And shout out, uh, be nutritious. Yes, and y'all delicious. And y'all delicious. Um, so, but you know, the terms "good service" can mean um, whatever it means to you. Good mm -hmm. and service. So, what is good service to you, Bonnie? Wow. When I think good service, I immediately think serving, right? And. Right now for me, serving is, is about serving the Lord, but also about being, offering myself up as a living sacrifice, right? Mm. But what, what does that look like practically on the daily? For me, it, it's almost, it feels like being, um, I know this sounds this doesn't sound crazy, but like being when you're a waitress and you're serving someone, you're always like just looking out to see if they need anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If they move, you're like, oh, do you do you want me to get you some more water? Do you? Yeah. Oh, let me move that. And I feel like that's what I'm trying to do in my relationship with God. Mm. I'm just waiting on Him. Like, Ooh, are you? Do you? What? What do you? What do you want done today? What do you? What do you need? Wow. Are you? Are you? Mm -hmm. right. I feel like mm -hmm. that's the posture that I'm mm -hmm. like, Ooh, that's sitting good. in. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. like, what do you need? What do you need done? Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I, I feel like a lot of my life, because of what I do, because of the industry I'm in, it's so easy to always focus everything on me. How do I feel? What do I want? Where am I going? What's mm -hmm. happening with me? Mm -hmm. yes, yes. And that that is a trap, mm -hmm. I feel like, because it... It really is how you end up finding yourself worshiping this this career, worshiping this world, worship having this idol that you are now just mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to not serve this idol. 
Mm. Right. Um, and so I feel like for a lot of my life, I've been wrestling with that. Yeah. How do I, um, and it's, it's crazy because it's like, how do I, you know, let go of that and, and hang on to God. But that's already wrong. That's already like saying that God and this thing are on the same level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's asking God to prove himself in light of this thing, which sure. is such deception. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, God is the entire thing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He's yeah. the only thing. He's the only reality. Yeah. And this exists because of him. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so I finally, sure. I feel like, like you said earlier, just restoration and that's been my restoration is the revelation that, oh, I, like when I say, God, I'm putting all my eggs in your basket. No, you are the basket. Mm. Oof. Mm. Right. <laughs> mm. So yeah. mm. I just, good service for me right now. <laughs> it means yeah. waiting on God, like actually being a waitress Oof. in his presence. That's cool. That's, good, man. That's, That's good, cool. Man. Wow. Now you the eggs, you the basket, yeah, you the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. The whole thing. The Take it all. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Well, wow. And you guys, what is good service? Oh. Oh, no yeah. one's really. I mean, well, we yeah. asked each other on yeah, the last did, one. We did. We did. Well, yeah. what is it today? Well, what is it today? Yeah, it's man? the same, we'll bro. It. I mean, mine, yeah, I'll keep it mine short and sweet. Because God is good, Jesus is good. Everything that God does and that you know Jesus does is good. So whatever he does in my life, whatever he calls me to and I respond to is good. So it's just responding to the call of the Father. And and that yeah. that that could be wait, that could be go and go do that. Mm -hmm. That could be uh go forgive this person. That could wow. be just receive yeah. blessing. If God is saying it, yeah. it's good. So whatever my father is telling me to receive it and and respond to it yep yep love that two words man surrender and obedience boom that's it Look at that. that's <laughs> sound bite kev right there sound bite let's go yes yes i love um, this bonnie what is a way that our listening audience can serve you in this season yes oh man wow what a beautiful question um just pray for me that's awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's you know, just if I if I come to mind, lift me up. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> to God. If people want to follow you on on the journey, where, right. where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Bonnie Bully. How do you spell that um, for people who are just listening? Yeah, so it's Bonnie B O W N I E. My surname is M B U L I, and um, there you'll find information about our ministry Anodos. Mm -hmm. and the podcast follow the nice. podcast yeah yep. follow yep. the podcast and check follow out the me. show check out, check out the show on amc yeah i've yeah. got a show coming out yeah, yeah i've got yeah. a show Go. coming out later this year yeah. well in the first quarter of the year it's called parish um cool. i'm one of the series regulars and i i i I play a gangster. Let's go! <laughs> I want to see gangster body, dude. Yo, I play, a, I play a, a motorcycle riding gangster. <laughs> Get it, man. I can't wait. I can't okay, wait to see that. Okay. Yeah. Super yeah. cool, super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonnie, yeah. thank you so much. This was such a fun, um, fun yes. conversation. Yes, it was. Um, praise God. I mean, again, we don't we don't plan where we're going to go. We just let Holy mm. Spirit drive, and I feel like we went where we were supposed to go today. So thank Amen. you so much for spending Amen. some time. Um, folks, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Shout out to all the stewards for tuning in. 
Um, man, it's been a great year. We're off to a, a, a dope start, 2024. Um, you know what? We want to shout out. We've had some generous donors. Yes. Um, really have. generous donors. Um, Lee, Trish. Uh, Trish. Yes. Trish? We're not saying last names. Yeah, we want to protect y'all guys. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and there's been others. So just thank you guys so much for donating on the Cash App. Um, we got some exciting new ways for uh, you to be able to to support the podcast coming out very soon this year. We have a lot of exciting announcements. Yes. We have live events, yes. um, all these things <laughs> that we cannot wait to announce. It's all coming very, very soon. But this is all due to the momentum and the love that you guys have been showing us yes. from watching us on YouTube, listening on your favorite podcast platform. So thank you so much. Make sure you... Um, like, follow, subscribe, and leave us a comment. Leave us a review. That stuff really helps us to get visibility. So, and subscribe to the newsletter to you for, so you can get exclusive discount codes and exclusive Amazing. merch information. We got discount codes all up in there. Uh, and outside of that, you, we have extra, extra content that's only in the newsletter. So outside of what we get or what you guys get here, you'll get even more uh, in-depth look on our guests and the things that are going on. So make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. And that's it. Happy New Year, you guys. Thank you. We can't wait to keep this thing going. Good service. We out. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe and leave us that five-star rating. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Good Service Pod and on YouTube at Good Service Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, you can donate on Cash App at Good Service Podcast. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>